0: You know, Dog Nation, there's never a bad day to be doing this job, but some days are a little more fun than others. Today might be one of those examples. Georgia, absolutely cleaning house in the recruiting trail. The transfer market specifically here, adding former five-star Darian Kendrick, all ACC defensive back from Clemson, the guy who's a prohibitive favorite to be a first-round pick in the upcoming NFL draft. Uh, You love the idea of that. That had been rumored to be in place now for a while and it is a done deal. And then on top of that, the former LSU tight end, the former five-star comes to Georgia with a chance to be one of those tight ends, also the possibility of being a receiver there as well. Two huge ads here for Georgia just absolutely adding to what was already a loaded and stacked roster. All of a sudden now you start adding more big names in the mix. What a fun way to start the month of June, a month that brings so much promise to Georgia from the recruiting standpoint and all the recruits they're going to be hosting, but no bigger way to do all of this than to add these essentially missing pieces for Georgia. You know how much you need that experience at cornerback. Kendrick obviously provides that. In the absence of – in the wake of the George Pickens injury – you need another potential dynamic playman. Clearly, a Rick Gilbert has a chance to provide that. Really, either of these two stories, Kendrick or Gilbert, standing alone could be the biggest story of the offseason. But the fact that they happen officially on the same day, on a day that also included a former All-American like Tyke Smith making the announcement that he was on Athens, in Athens for good to start his college career. This is just a beautiful way to begin the summer here for UGA. So many of you having so much fun with this. I want to respond to your comments. We're going to talk about this here for a few minutes. And obviously, while it's not necessarily unexpected news, we talk about the strong possibility of this now going back for a number of days. It is certainly good. News. It's certainly worth celebrating here right now. Right, now. I want to address something I got on Twitter here for a moment. Uh, William uh, at GTKiller82 brings this up on Twitter. He says, what's the chances of Rick Gilbert being cleared to play this year? Obviously referencing what had been some rumor and some scuttlebutt related to some um, um, ac- academic stuff that Gilbert might be dealing with. I guess my answer on that is, while I haven't you know, seen the transcript, been made aware of any kind of academic stuff involving Gilbert or any other Georgia player, I mean, the one thing I can say with confidence here is I don't believe that Georgia would be looking to bring in a guy like Gilbert unless they felt like all of his academic stuff had been cleared up. I'll remind you of something when former Georgia wide receiver Terrence Edwards, who's a mentor to Gilbert and also had kind of an interesting tweet foreshadowing all this uh, a little bit today when Terrence joined me on Dog Nation. Last week, one of the things that he talked about was that Gilbert, he said, had options. He used that word a couple of different times, Gilbert having some options and some choices. And the way that you're left to take that is, well, that must mean then that, that the academic stuff is cleared up. Because obviously, if there was any concern about that whatsoever, that would limit the options you have available to you. But the fact that Gilbert was able to sift through and make some choices here. I think that leads you to believe that's all cleared up. And, you know, I would kind of point out that when it comes to some of the rumors that have been out there, don't discount the possibility that maybe some of this was kind of started in kind of a pro-Florida manner as a way of saving face from the fact that, that Gilbert had decided he did not want to be there. Remember, Kirby Smart, when he was on the Atlanta radio station 680 The Fan at the beginning of the year, was talking about you know, some outside-the-box potential additions for Georgia and he referenced, you know, guys in the transfer portal and how you're not actually on someone else's roster until you enroll in school and start going to class there. And that was obviously potential foreshadowing with what seemed to go on here, which is that no matter where twists and turns of the Rick Gilbert saga seemed to take Georgia, Georgia's actual recruitment of Gilbert never stopped. And Georgia remained a factor in all of that and standing today is is the is the team that wins that recruiting battle, and obviously, it'll also be very interesting to hear some of the stories about how they maybe did something similar when it comes to Darian Kendrick there, too, so two huge ads, uh, two huge, huge ads for Georgia here today. Let me get some of your comments here. We'll do both Facebook and YouTube, give you a chance to react to what is as big a Tuesday in June, as any, Fran- as any sports you know team can possibly have here. Uh, Georgia, obviously, just loading up with a big, big name in the uh, transfer portal. I want to get your, com- your comments, your thoughts on all of this. We'll get ready to do that right now. I'm going to try to pull up Facebook comments here. We'll get the YouTube comments going there as well. Facebook's being a little bit slow. Let me try my hand on YouTube here first, and we'll come back over to Facebook in just a moment. Yeah, we got breaking news here going on with uh, – With uh, Rick Gilbert, Darian Kendrick, both in the fold here for UGA. Uh, Crow King 123, great to see you checking in on this. Uh, Paul White says, do you think the Pickens injury had a lot to do with a Rick Gilbert choosing UGA? I mean, I guess on the one hand, Gilbert has been a factor or George has been a factor in trying to recruit Gilbert for a long time, going back to the class of 2019. But... One of the things that would potentially, I would say, give your question some credence is the fact that when you go back and listen, I played some of this audio this morning on Dog Nation Daily. When you go back and listen to some of the things that Gilbert has said in the past, he's obviously shown some skepticism about the Georgia offense. And so I would say one of two things are true. Either he feels better about the way that he would be used in a Georgia offense because maybe Georgia just needs him more. You referenced the Pickens injury, but also this is an offense last season, and this may be the most prominent issue here. This is an offense last season that just used all of its playmakers better. Darnell Washington, a similar talent profile to what Gilbert brings to the table. Who can say that Georgia didn't use him effectively at the end of last year? Missouri game, bowl game. and At the time, I think some people wondered, oh, is Georgia doing this as a way of showcasing Rick Gilbert, what he could be like in the Georgia offense. And then I think think we were all led to conclude, no, Georgia's doing this because it it just likes what it has in Darnell Washington. Well, one way or another, Gilbert clearly sees that. And maybe it is true that the Pickens injury makes Georgia need him more because athletically, Gilbert, I would say, is pretty similar to George Pickens. But ultimately, I believe this may mostly be about the fact that this is a Georgia offense now that's a lot more attractive to guys like Rick Gilbert, who in the past have express some concerns that maybe they wouldn't be used all that effectively at Georgia, because let's face it, at the time that Gilbert was making his college choice, the Georgia offense was kind of a little bit. That was less true once JT Daniels became the starting quarterback last season, final four games of the year, the Daniels was the quarterback for. entirely different in Georgia offense. And that's one, obviously, that Rick Gilbert I would say is excited now to be a part of. Terry says Florida saying, come on, man. <laughs> I'm guessing there probably is a good bit of it. I'm guessing there's a lot of Florida fans saying, what in the world is going on? And, you know, you have Dan Mullen signing a contract extension today remaining in Florida. If I had a victory cigar right now, I'd be uh, I'd be smoking that thing because you've obviously got, you know, Dan Mullen signing his contract extension. Florida fans themselves know that there's some, there's definitely some questions to be asked about, you know, what Florida is doing in terms of, bringing in the kind of talent that allows itself to match itself with Georgia each and every year. And the transfer portal is supposed to be the thing that program does well. And the latest example of that was supposed to be a Rick Gilbert. And then very quietly, Georgia and Kirby Smart in particular, let Florida have its day celebrating their own acquisition of a Rick Gilbert <laughs> only to swoop in and take advantage of that after the fact. Uh, Crow King 123 says a Rick Gilbert will be a wide receiver, which is good. And yeah, I mean, I I said this this morning on my show as well, that of course, dog nation daily. I used to want to put guys like Gilbert into a box and say, I know you want to be a wide receiver, but you're really a tight end. And that's the way you're going to be used. But the honest truth is now, I guess I'm a lot less likely to do that. I, I do think football at the highest level is moving to a little bit more of a positionless realm. And a guy like Gilbert certainly fits the mold for that. If he wants to be a wide receiver, Certainly, given the athleticism, given the way in which he performs, you know, a wide receiver in the lines of even what a George Pickens can be for Georgia. I'm not, I'm not viewing that quite as outlandishly as maybe I once would have. Scott Harris says, wait till George Pickens gets back for the postseason. Obviously, Georgia fans still hope that's very true. Let's see what else. A C9 dub on the subject of Gilbert playing some receiver saying, just looking forward to seeing he, Darnell Washington, Jermaine Burton, Karis Jackson, all on the field at the same time. It's, um, it's no question about it. No question about it. Just a huge group of guys to have on the field together. Using these multitude of playmakers all together is a big opportunity for Georgia. There's no question about that. Ron Warbington says, this isn't just a college team. It's a super team. No question. Uh, Scott Harris says, I'm resting back in my chair looking content. Yeah, I am quite content today. Uh, Frank Patterson, I also agree with him who says that uh, Zamir White's a big beneficiary of this. Yeah, I mean we've said this before that one of the things that's hurt the Georgia running game in the last couple of years is the fact that teams were so, a- so able to step in key on stopping the run because they weren't worried about Georgia throwing the football. All of a sudden now that's not quite as much of an option anymore. All of a sudden now you've got you know, a Georgia team that has the kind of weapons and the quarterback delivering the football to those weapons, all of a sudden now you've got to pay very close attention to what's going on with the Georgia passing attack. And there's no doubt about it, that's a big, big benefit for the uh, Georgia rushing attack. I would say that's 100% true. Uh, Jonathan Harding says, this makes UGA with a true quarterback unstoppable. Too many mismatches out there. I think Jonathan's absolutely right about that. Another Josh, uh, I should say Joshua Hammonds, giving Kirby Smart, as, the, as he's called many times on the internet, Kang. Uh, given a lot of credit for the uh, success that he's had uh, when it comes to adding players to Georgia. James Jones asking a question about the offensive line and what it looks like. And clearly that's one of those unanswered questions that still remains. And adding a guy like Gilbert obviously does not pressure off Georgia to figure out its offensive line situation or anything. It reminds you of just how big of a deal that's going to be. Georgia needs to figure out its starter at left tackle probably looking to figure things out at center as well. I, I do believe that Georgia played its first game today, in all likelihood, it would be Warren Erickson who would start at center for Georgia. I think that's a good thing. I think a guy like Cedric Von Prahn eventually competes for playing time this season, maybe as a center or as a guard somewhere along the interior of that offensive line. But you've still got to figure out your situation at left tackle. There's no question about that. Can you play Jamari Sawyer there again and feel good and then figure out one of the younger options moving into that spot later on, pushing Salier back towards the inside. You might be able to do that, but I don't want to sugarcoat that question. It's still a big deal to figure out what's going to happen along the offensive line, even with the acquisition of Rick Gilbert today. I also want to make sure that we remind folks that this is also a day, in addition to bringing in Gilbert, where Georgia brings in Darian Kendra too. And given the immediate need that Georgia has at cornerback, as talented as the roster is with Former five-star guys in elite names and, you know, experienced veterans like Amir Speed and others, Georgia still had that need for more experience there. And so adding Kendrick is at least as big as adding Gilbert uh, in many ways, and given the immediacy of your need, you can make a case that it might be bigger.
1: Um, let's see what else. Robert Reynolds says, "Got to protect JT to get these guys the ball."
0: Yeah, you you indeed need to do that for sure. Bill Sanders says, "Gilbert, Washington, Smith, and an- another receiver in the formation. If you're a defensive coordinator, who do you put on whom?" And that's Bill, the big question. You know, I think uh, facing opposing defenses right now. There's no doubt that by adding not just multitudes of playmakers, but multitudes of playmakers who do different things very well. You know, Gilbert, one of those guys that uses his. He's fast for a big guy, but let's, not, let's make, not make make a mistake about this. It's the size that he brings to the table, the size that would make him a competent tight end, also playing some, if not exclusively, at the wide receiver position. That's a tough guard for a lot of guys. And when you put the speed of Arian Smith off of that, when you have the tenacity and the physicality of a Kearis Jackson working underneath on that, and to say nothing of what – polished, trained receivers like Marcus Rosemary, jack Saint and Dominic Blaylock coming back from injury, what they're trying to do. All of a sudden, these Georgia pass catching options are not just a multitude of names, but they're a collection of guys who do things a little bit differently. And the variety there can add together to a group that I just think has the potential to do a lot of things, a lot of things in this program. Don Williams says, come on, September 4th. Yeah, that game against Clemson to start the season can't get here soon enough after news like this. Uh, Cameron Caldwell's going on with Broderick Jones, one of those guys that might be that left tackle that could help protect for this Georgia offensive line and all these playmakers the program has now added. I think it remains to be seen. I mean, I think that Jones is a competitor for, for time. I think Amarius Mims is a competitor. For time. I think Xavier Truss is a competitor for playing time. Those are the three guys that could start at tackle. I think the question is: are any of those three going to move Jamari Salier over, or does Salier still stand as your best option right there? Steven Brock says, great day for UGA. I'd agree with that. Randy Hall what a recruiting machine we have. No doubt about that. Well, Weimer says announcements today, I don't see a weakness. Say so pretty well said, which is not to say that Georgia doesn't still have. As many people have mentioned, the offensive line is an example of that. But, y'all, you can't discount this thought of, oh, gosh, George has lost George Pickens to injury. What do you do? You got Gilbert, who pro football focus ranks as the number two returning tied in college football for the upcoming season. Oh, gosh, you lose, you know, Typhill and Erickson, names like that off last year's roster too. Oh, you had a, you know, all-American defensive back like Tykee Smith to play slot position at the station, the nickelback, and a guy like Darian Kendrick, who's a former All-ACC performer at a place like that, to come in and potentially be a play starter right from day one. These are massive, massive ads to, to meet needs you have in the program. It's, it's just you cannot put into words, and you should underestimate just how gigantic of an off-season stroke this is. Randy Glass says Munkin's probably a happy camper, and I'm guessing he very much is. This is a guy who likes using. You want to call Gilbert a – Tight end, a wide receiver, flex in, whatever you want to call him, guys like Monk NFL pedigree type guys want to use multiples of this on the field together. So, so you know, as a tight end, some working at the same time with a John Fitzpatrick or Darnell or Brock Bowers, those multiple tight end sets with so the tight ends actually don't even act that much like tight ends, given Monk pedigree that is absolutely an offensive form and a look capable and willing. Cameron Caldwell on Facebook says, how good is the secondary now? I mean, listen, I think you still have to let these guys work playing together. We first tell us, tell us how important that, that chemistry is for guys playing in the secondary specifically they're there to learn to communicate with each other. No doubt the talent upgrade all of a sudden now, what you thought had the potential to be a big weakness for Georgia. I think you're a lot less to say that. I mean, Yes, there are new faces to the program, but Tykee Smith, Dendrick, going along with what Georgia has, I think there's a very good chance you've now absolved that from being sort of deliberated uh,
1: for Georgia. Let's see what else. William Perry says,
0: does your gut tell you these are good kids? I want that to stay important at UGA. I understand that there as well. I said this about everybody, Gilbert on the show today. No reason to believe. Some people get, like, I like recruiting drama. I'm a little bit of a carnival barker by nature. So I need the kind of, where's this player going to go stuff? Not everybody does. And I like Gilbert's process on a little bit. There are some people that get turned But the truth is, and I think this is really important to keep restating, When it comes to the drama, Rick Gilbert's recruitment, there is no evidence whatsoever any of this came from Gilbert himself. If anything, this stuff from media. It's the media who wanted to make a big deal about this, and you understand why? Because is that level of player? So I think a lot of the, the rumor and innuendo that you may have you know, heard suggested about Rick Gilbert is frankly unfair and the kind of thing that Gilbert just didn't you know feel all that much of a need to retort to because he's just a fairly private person. So I absolutely am going to offer a full-throated defense of anything that's out there for Gilbert because all Gilbert is, to my eye, is a player who's just been looking for the best fit for him from a comp point. He may have regretted his initial decision and You know, frankly, we are in a day and age where players have the freedom to do that. Now, if you want to say, well, there's too much freedom in the transfer portal right now, you know, as an abstract concept, that's an argument that I might be willing to consider. But in terms of what actually is in real life, this is the the movement and the freedom these players have. And Gilbert chose to use that freedom to move on from LSU. I'm not going to fault him for it. In the case of Kendrick, obviously, it's been well documented that something happened to cause him to leave the Clemson program. And then he was obviously arrested in his home state of South Carolina. You know, when it comes to whatever happened on that, I'm just going to be condemned. And when it comes to some sort of issue like that in your past, the idea that makes him someone who's unworthy of, you know, ever, you know, putting on a college football uniform again, that's just not quite of my belief. I'm totally with you. The idea that you want character to matter at Georgia, you want not we I mean we've talked about this for some of the 2022 recruiting conditions the fact that you like the fact that they're not just good players but at least the way they present themselves publicly you're led to believe while well, these are fine young men too and there's been a lot of players like that at Georgia over the last, last year and the pride that UGA fans take it you know taking that I would say that the evidence of one bad moment that you wish you could take back is not necessarily evidence that this player so fit in that same kind of conversation because the whole purpose is show up to learn, grow as a person, be not just smarter when you leave, but better when you leave. And sometimes that's on the field or in the classroom. And sometimes that's outside the boundaries of all of that, just in your walk of life. So I support Georgia being the kind of place where players have a chance to do that. I do, which is not the same thing as saying, I'll take anybody at UGA as long as he can play the game. That's not synonymous with what I'm saying there. What I'm saying there is, you do your vetting you do your due diligence you find out what's going on and then you be generous when possible with grace it's a chance for those who might need it because guys would not be in the transfer portal if they didn't need at least some form of a second chance they are in the transfer portal because their first chance didn't quite work out either their liking or someone else's liking or whatever else that's the reason they're in the transfer portal speaking let's get a few more here James Gatlin said, at the bottom, this is a talented offense to ever come through today. I don't believe that's an overstatement. Jermaine King says, with Washington tight end, Gilbert at wide receiver, uh, this is going to be exciting. I think true as well. John William Adams brings up a really good point. It says, Todd Hartley is an asset. Recruiting prowess for Georgia, I, I think, probably been under-discussed by someone like me. I would agree with that. He says, Texas A&M's next UGA coach that wakes up With the Brinks truck in the driveway, I certainly hope that's not the case. My guess is George will work hard to keep anybody from coming in trying to poach because I do believe that Hartley really demonstrated himself to be an expert recruiter. Uh, No question about that. All
1: right, let's get a few more here.
0: Uh, Henry Carter says, am I not hot? Yeah, I am a little. So sometimes I wear the pullover just inside the studio because I think it looks better than the regular shirt. And so I had come home and I was just kind of dragging around. I hadn't changed clothes yet. Now I'm outside. The sun is shining down on me. And I probably wish I wasn't wearing the pullover. I just hadn't changed clothes from earlier earlier today. Let
1: me go back over to YouTube here for a moment. We're going to do a few more of these.
0: D. Howard says, natty or bust, no more excuses given. I mean, you look, Kirby Smart has never really been the kind of... Anyway, I don't mind you framing it in that context, that yes, he is working hard, making a big... this. Uh, I don't want to say bust type season, but I am comfortable saying they are all in on trying to win a championship, and I think Georgia fans wouldn't want it any other way. All right, more stuff here. How about uh playing <laughs> in, in the comment section somebody's got UG eight seventeen over Clemson now? He said I had it twenty-four twenty-one. Now I've got it thirty-eight seventeen. That's a big big prediction. Scott Harris ref, ref, uh referencing a not Game of Thrones, but see, uh, what's the other one? The movie. Lord of the Rings. He's giving you a a Lord of the Hedges powers. I like that. That's good stuff. Johnny Lester says these are the kinds of moves to help you end the championship drought. I like the idea of that. Texas Dog also going back to a familiar topic from a little bit earlier saying it's going to come down to how well the offensive line performs and how well our defensive line performs getting sacks, putting on quarterbacks. Line of scrimmage still matters. It's still a huge part of what happens in the SEC. That's a undeniable point but defensive playmaker like kendrick offensive playmaker like gilbert in addition to the other leads the program still has to address during the summer with its workouts and its practices everything else this is clearly a very big day for the georgia program crow king 123 having some fun in here big time comments on youtube oh i like the idea of this you know on the show this morning about Todd Hartley and his previous NBA-themed tweets. I like this from HR Picking Stuff. This is a little bit, he says, like when Tim Duncan was drafted in San Antonio to go along with David Robinson. That's a pretty good reference. Or maybe like Alonzo Mourning and Dikembe Mutombo both playing together at Georgetown. You may be able to use that as a reference here too. Pretty good stuff. Frank Patterson says this means that Georgia will definitely be wearing black versus Clemson now. Maybe so today's events change the preseason rankings or does it even matter until after charlotte i mean it's always an interesting conversation and i am pretty curious to see what the national reaction to all of this is and uh, oh my gosh did you see what georgia did here i am curious to see how much very much so marcenio says i expected me to be more excited i've actually been on the air now for about 20 or so minutes we were we were very much enjoying ourselves at the very beginning year, but after a while, you kind of settle in on all that, but yeah, we're Marcino. we're having a good time with all this. We're having a good time all right, one or two more we're gonna get ready to go uh Jerry Popham says someone asked, does anybody still hate the portal after uh, with all the Kirby smarts done the recruiting fans i'm not a fan- I'm not a fan of it because. I believe, a you know, contract should be, you know, basically adhered to. So, yeah, I mean, I don't mind telling you that generally speaking, I'm a huge fan of the transfer portal and the way that it's being used around college football. But if it's going to be working out that way, you better believe I want Georgia to get the best of the best. So yeah, if you want to change the portal rule and go back to something a little bit more sensible, the way the rules used to be, be willing to listen to that. But if you're the best way that it is right now, you better believe the you know, big, big boys could be the ones on top. Smart variety. R. Edward Moore says, I told you a big June. You sure did. And that is rolling its way out right now.
1: All right, we're gonna get ready to go here. Joey Robinson
0: says, So after these two transfers, do you think UGA is done in the transfer portal? I think there's a very good chance they may be done because they don't have any other spots to offer. I mean, by my count, they had Two or possibly three names here. There's a very good chance that Georgia is now at its roster here, depending on there's some uncertainty related to this. And people say, well, Burns, he just left the program and I'm going to plead ignorance on where things stand in terms of what Georgia could bring in. We had the feeling that Georgia could bring in these couple of names, but they may be at their limit now. Randy Glass says this just shows that the rich will get richer in the portal. That's true. Caleb Janney calls it the best roster in UGA history. I mean, how could you make a case for something different? I mean, in virtually every position. Then right? Lee says, how does this affect our recruiting? I feel that it should go up even more, and I think that's probably true. I mean, listen, for a lot of recruits who are excited about being in Georgia, adding big transfers like this just generates more interest in the program. So I think that's probably a fair point. Billy Mathis says, I don't think these announcements are a coincidence. They both came out today. Yeah, play diving for those summer workouts. Georgia itself is not going to make much in, a, in the way of official announcements, but getting the workout, something they're going to want to do. Shabazz Ali says, uh, fire up the grill. I'm on the way. Yeah, this is a good day to have a little beverage here on the back deck. Fire up the grill, light a cigar, and enjoy yourself. <laughs> John William Adams says, it's a fair trade one-on-one. Major Burns goes to LSU, or Rick Gilbert comes to Georgia. I think that's pretty interesting. Ted Turner says, what if you get a healthy George Pickens coming back to the end? That's fun to think about, too. Steve Hyland also echoing the no excuse. And I think most Georgia fans probably agree that Georgia's done what it needs to do to be in the best position and win a national championship, and now they simply go out and do it. Kevin Cook said they saw the new facility and said, where do I sign? And that could very well be that new facility is helping George's recruitment right now. Matter says nice backdrop. I appreciate that. Richard D's has a fun, funny line saying it's amazing what you can do with a green screen. Yeah, that's a uh, funny, Richard. That's good stuff. Says I'm smiling more than normal. It's happy. These are good days. As I start our video. It's always a fun job to do. Some days more fun than others. This is definitely one of the most fun for sure. Some trolls trying to come in here and harsh. Truth, but that's happened. You are not going to get me in a bad mood today. As I said on Twitter, there's going to be a lot of tears. Uh, the floor- Ads, a lot of floors. Maybe some Bama tears. Probably a little Clemson tear here and there. A lot of folks not going to be happy with the way in which Kirby Smart Mitsch- scorched earth on the college football world in the month of June. Big time all acc cornerback big time former five-star tight end very talented program like lsu obviously a name that georgia recruiting observers have been following for number number he's added to the roster these are the kinds of moves that put you in a position win now all in on trying national championship as a lot of the trolls are saying hey you still got pressure on you go out win those games and Nobody would deny that, but you can't win the games themselves without big-time talent, and Georgia is up in a way that most programs would be envious. Thanks for being here as part of this break special. Darian Kendrick transferring to UGA, the former Clemson cornerback. Rick Gilbert transferring to UGA, the former LSU tight end. Maybe now we'll call him a wide receiver. There's a lot to unpack on this in the days to come. I'll see you tomorrow for Dog Nation Daily. We'll do all of that then. Go to the pages of dognation.com as well to read everything else going on in the aftermath of the edition of Kendrick and Gilbert. Make sure you check that out. Y'all have a great Tuesday afternoon here in the summer. Enjoy yourself. Get outside. Weather is beautiful. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. for Dog Nation Daily. We'll talk more about the big news then. See you then, everybody.